Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. Another episode. Yeah. Another episode on recovery. But well, not recovery, injury. But more recovering injury. From injury. Recovering from injury. So last week I think we spoke about um what you can do whilst you you know, whilst you've got an injury, if you've sustained an injury and you're still currently injured. Mm. So making sure you're like maintaining your skills, um, making sure you're you're staying as fit as possible so that, you know, when you come back into the sport you've not got a big journey ahead of you um obviously that was depend that depends on how long your injuries are and how badly they they put you out um but this week we're going to talk about like more like the psychological side um returning of returning from injury yeah um you had a pretty bad injury didn't you we spoke last week yeah Yeah. um i think the the things that i kind of want to touch on in this episode are the pressures of you returning not only on yourself but from your coaches because mm. i've had it a couple of times where my coaches have put pressure on me to return yeah like when i've had a decent time off um and i've you know one time i came back too early and then the other times i have been okay in the end but yeah. it's, still, it's still quite a pressure you know if you so where, where are you feeling this pressure what verbal pressure or just like ver- verbal as well as like uh, as well as just situational pressure as well. Go on. So elaborate. For example, not not recently, but um, I was playing for a side who, uh, in my position, there wasn't really anyone who was solid in that position. Mm-hmm. So uh, they wanted you back. Me. So they didn't necessarily even verbally say, "Max, when you fit, Max, when you fit, Max, when you fit," but but more like, you know, we we're part of a team, and I yeah. wanted to be, you know. And everyone knew that and, that position wasn't being being filled yeah effectively yeah so you Um, felt the pressure from the team because you knew they weren't performing as best yeah you wanted to be a part of that team yeah and then i've also had it where the manager every week is like when are you back Mm. when are you back can you play this week yeah i've had that quite a few times and and you can completely understand it from their point of view because they want they want the best Mm. out of their team but surely for the longevity of the team you want you, you want your players to come back when they are ready to yeah. come back, not because they're they're trying to rush things because it's only going to get worse. You see, mm. you see some international players they have a, like a horrific injury and they're back on the field in six weeks and you're like fair enough they've got they've probably got the best of the best physios they've had all the immediate care straight after their injury mm. so that you know ongoing damage doesn't happen. They haven't had to wait for NHS or and scans and things scans like that. Yeah, and all that crap. However your body is still only your body and it mm. can only recover as fast as it can mm. it can recover yes there's lots of different techniques which can accelerate that recovery but surely you know when you see people do their knees and and i know mates wise people that have done their knees and and ankles you know breakages and things like that they're out for almost a year mm. if not a year yeah. and then you see some of the professional players getting back within months. Mm, it's crazy. It is crazy. The difference in just how how you recover, bearing in mind, you know, if you're in a professional outfit, mm. it, you're, you're getting paid to return from yeah. injury. Yeah, and I, I like, suppose there's that that pressure as well. If it yeah, is your job yeah. or, you, you know, if you're playing for a semi-pro side and they're, you're contracted and they're paying you. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, that's an interesting one because if you're full-time, you're on a salary. 
then mm. obviously yes it's in your best interest to get back quickly anyway because you know otherwise they're not going to resign you yeah but um but at the same time it's kind of like it's your job to to get fit as well mm-hmm. whereas if you're for example i don't know what yours is like but i'm on a pay per play contract yeah. So if I'm injured, I don't get paid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd... so that's more of a, a semi-pro sort of thing, isn't yeah. it? It's a it's a pay per play, mm. but there will be those contracted players that are probably playing like championship or even mm. premiership. So we're talking professional levels, which will be contracted. Um, there's probably I don't know. That's more. I would say managerial pressure yeah. because they want you to get back for the, because they're paying you on a weekly basis and you're not playing. But then I suppose on a semi-pro level, if you are being paid and you're relying on that wage, hmm. there's that financial pressure to get back on the field because it's your income. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, never had that struggle to be honest, man. Never been good enough to be paid. <laughs> I mean... They normally pay me to leave. <laughs> No, yeah, it's, I mean, to be honest, I've never, it it completely depends on the situation, I suppose, with that pressure of, you know, if you don't play, you don't get paid. Mm. I, I personally see rugby, like, in my own head, I think it's silly that I get paid because I see it as a hobby and I do it because I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I get paid for it's kind of it's a Brucey bonus it's just a bonus and yeah. to be honest that, I, that money I didn't rely on that money I just chucked that straight into a savings account or whatever on um, <laughs> or boobs yeah um, so in terms of like I don't financially rely on it mm. um, nor should you really because it's not not sustainable no no it's, it's not, not whatever and but, equally it, it, you do have an expiry date as a player don't you yeah. you know you're only ever going to play exactly. your best up to a certain age mm. um, and then eventually your playing career will end whether that is through an injury yeah. um, or whether it's through retirement but mm. I agree so there's there's obviously those pressures mm. from manager from yourself and things like that but what else what, what, what other topics did you really want uh, I think um Right, for me, most recently, I've yeah. got syndesmosis in my left ankle, which is Ooh, where your tibia and fibula like uh, split apart, and there's like ligaments and tendons and stuff that are wrapped around your tip and fib, which are strained and, and yeah. torn or whatever. Um, yeah, so I had that, those <coughs> two split apart, anyway. No, just choking on something, yeah, well, that's... Yeah, go on. Um, yeah, and th- that, that was my injury, which is... You kind of. Oh, that's lovely. Brewdog, if you ever want to sponsor us, Planet Pay. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, that that was. I'd had it done in my right ankle before, which was really bad, which still affects me now when I'm I like wake up uh, from sleep. My ankle really, really. When you wake up from sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, my left ankle I did more recently, and I was coming back from that. Mm-hmm. We had two preseason games. <clears throat> Uh, and I wasn't like in hindsight I wasn't ready for them yeah uh, like I was strapping my ankle up and stuff but it just I couldn't I couldn't get to my top speed um, mm. and it just didn't feel very nice whatsoever but that was pressure that I put on myself yeah because I wanted to obviously play in those preseason games to earn my stripes they got you know to earn my shirt yeah. to play yeah. the start of the season um, 
I get, yeah. and I completely get that. Mm. I, as a new player for, so we both joined new clubs this season. Mm. Not sure if we've already said, but mm. for my club, even so, I've currently got two basically hand injuries. But prior to that, I had another hand injury, mm. and I I shouldn't have trained um, because it wasn't going to make me fit for the weekend, and I did, and it still wasn't right, and then there's that pressure that you want to play to look good mm. so you're playing well um, and obviously impressing the coach so you're getting a more regular spot. However, if you're partially injured and you're trying to play with an injury, you're not going to be playing to your full potential. So actually it's doing yourself a disservice because mm. yes, you might think, oh, I'm going to look good because I'm playing, but you're not because you're not playing at your best. Mm. Same injury. I, I had a hamstring injury. I don't think I played that week, but... I was I wanted to to push through. I thought I'd just tweaked it. It'll be fine by Saturday. My coach actually said, "If you're not playing, if you're not match fit, I, I don't want you as part of the squad because you're not going to play as well. There's potential that you you damage it and make it worse, and then actually you're hindering the squad because you've just you've got to come off and that's a substitute, mm. which is unnecessary. And with those kind of niggly injuries as mm. well, is <clears throat> you can get compensation injuries from that. So. Um, Ooh, yeah. even a lad um, even a lad who uh, I play with now he tweaked his hamstring exactly the same um, tweaked his hamstring um, I think he had a week off tried to return but he was still playing playing up a little bit Yeah. Um, and then in that very game that very game that he came, he'd come back he then tweaked his calf because he's um, compensated. Potentially. I'm not saying that you know, yeah, yeah. cause effect, but Absolutely. Um, I definitely think it has a factor to play where, you know, if his hamstring is not 100% and he's going to be maybe running on his toe a little bit more yeah. because because he doesn't want to... Which your body whatever, isn't used to. Which your body isn't used to and you do, you just overstrained it and then he had another couple of weeks off after that. Yeah. So it's, it's so sort actually of you've, you've made You've given yourself a, a, an additional injury mm. just because you've not fully recovered and from you've it. you've got a bad hamstring and a bad calf. So it's, yeah. Yeah. But but I can completely see that because oh. even when you get an injury yourself and you walk, you walk differently because yeah. you're limping, mm. and then all of a sudden your foot hurts. Yeah. Because you're walking or funny, or, or, yeah, yeah. or your back, yeah. lower back's hurting. Mm. So playing a contact sport through an injury, yeah, not the best idea. But it, again, it's it's almost that catch twenty two. A lot of people know that they should probably shouldn't play, mm -hmm. or they they know that it's you know going to put them at risk for a re injury. Mm. But, the, the pressure is still there. The pressure is it's still always going to be there, and and, it, and it, it's mm. all about you know your priorities essentially. Because mm. if if your if your like dependence, let's say you're semi pro and you're getting a pay per play, mm. and you're you are dependent on that income, mm. then that dependence for that money is is going to outweigh you playing poorly mm. and going to outweigh you playing through an injury because yeah. you, you're just going to do it mm. but then equally you've got to think about the longevity and if you are out six weeks because you've you've made it worse then you're not going to get that paycheck anyway mm. um it's difficult isn't it i think we're all aware of those pressures i think we're just trying to highlight that they exist and what we're recommending is mm. making sure you are fully recovered mm. and don't put that pressure on yourself but it's easier said than done isn't it I think a good bit of advice that I'd give, which I've um, done the exact same thing for um, some of the full-time lads over at RGC, 
is when you are returning from a bad injury where you've had a bit of time off, mm. you might you you might might well have been doing your conditioning and whatever in in the gym and on on field and whatever, but match fitness and so on is is different. Um, so if you've had a bit of time off, don't play a full eighty. Yeah. In your first game back, if you've had that time off, because don't play a full game, absolutely. You know, I, I would I would limit it to about thirty minutes. Okay. See how it feels. Because, yeah, because the. You, you know, in the gym or whatever, it might feel good doing maximal efforts or mm-hmm. whatever, but when you're doing maximal efforts, when you're fatigued yeah, uh, and you're making hits and you're doing whatever, um, it's, it's a different kind of intensity, it's a different kind of fitness. And yeah. so to play a full 80 after months and months off because you've done whatever... Your body's going to take a beating. Your body's going to take a beating, you're not going to feel great and there's a chance that you can get re-injured. So it's better off you know, saying, okay, I'm going to limit myself to 30 minutes in this game and then mm-hmm. maybe the next game I can start upping it to 60 to 70 minutes yeah. and then you can go... It's a bit like anything, more. isn't it? Like Even in your training programmes, you don't go... <laughs> you don't start a training programme and go full hog trying to hit them yeah. up one rep max. Yeah. Not unless you're testing. You've got to condition to, yourself and you do it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like all that, everything is building, compounding yeah. to the point where you are at your optimal performance. Mm. And that's when you test again. Yeah. Your one rep max and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. So it's difficult. It is difficult. You should recover effectively. Make sure you're applying those, you know, uh, processes that we discussed in a previous episode. But it's that psychological side and, and making sure you're not forcing yourself back on the field before you need to mm. there was something else I was going to say it's evaded me mm. you know it's going to come back by the time we end this episode it is yeah I think one thing that I do hopefully it'll come back to you but hopefully uh, but one thing I do want to say just for a bit of a laugh is for, for those that aren't rugby players or don't have any, anything to reach contact sport mm. is just list the, the injuries that we've had so far in our career go on because it'd be silly I reckon go on should we go from Head, to head down or bottom to top? Let's do bottom to top. Okay, so uh, I this season got um, what's it called plantar fasciitis. Oh, yeah. Pretty bad. Um, it's been giving me jip. Everything I do, even when I think it's rested, mm. I'll go and do some sprint training, and boom, mm. straight after that, done. I think it was pushing the sled. Yeah. Right. So that's my foot. Any foot for you? Any foot fetishes? Um, I've, my ankle's made of glass. Yeah. I've had syndesmosis in both. I've rolled my ankle. Mm. That, that put me out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. They're niggly ones as well, aren't they? Because as soon yeah. as like you roll it and then you can be walking around and you think, oh yeah, it's starting to get better. And then you fucking half fall off of a curb or whatever. And then it's like, yeah. ah! Nothing to do with rugby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Any others? Uh, no, just syndesmosis, I think. Nice. Um, I've not torn a calf, have you? No, nothing on calves. I've tweaked my hammy. I've definitely torn some tissue in my knee. Mm. Not badly. I've been, I've I've been quite fortunate with my knees. But like you know, when you just get like a bit of a meniscal tear, and you're like, that's not that's not one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely done that. Any knees for you? I've ruptured my MCL. Fully. Fully ruptured. What? Yeah. So How long I, did that put you up? I was in a boot, uh, not boot, a uh, leg brace right from my ankle right up to my hip. Mm-hmm. Um, that put me out for, God, um, 
a long time. I can't. I can't remember. I don't want to put a, a time on it because I can't actually remember. Over a year? No, not a year. I think um, over six months. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, but that was badass. And I was touch wood. I've not done anything with my knee. Mm. They're not um, nice ones. No, they. Make, nice. Whenever someone does it, make me feel gammy. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Um, dead legs. Yeah. They don't really count, do they? Um, I've, I've pulled my ham. Uh, yeah, pulled my hammy before. That was about quite, quite a long time ago. And then moving up, done anything? Groinal. Hips have always been okay, actually. Yeah, mine too. Stuff. Touch wood. Um, I've done. <clears throat> I'd say moving up, let's go hands. I've done but currently my wrist wrists quite a few times. Mm. Uh thumb dislocated that last week. That hurts a lot. What about you? Anything? My hands. Mm. Um dislocated my middle knuckle, which is considerably fatter than the yeah. other side. Um dislocated my knuckle, broke my knuckle, so my dislocated one was there, so my fingers off like that. My this knuckle I'd broken um and it kept this the socket had broken so my finger actually kept going out of that. <laughs> um, Some horrible Halloween trick. I know, yeah. Uh dislocated, dislocated. Um I think that's it. And then sprained wrist. Sprained wrist. They're part and parcel, aren't they? Yeah, that's nothing elbow for me, but I've done my shoulders several times, whether that's like I don't know, a bit of an AC joint or trap nerves in like your neck mm, yeah uh, I had one where I literally couldn't lift my arms above here yeah several times mm. um, back's been alright I think mine has <laughs> is it not yeah I've gone so I've hyperextended my elbow oh that's um, great dislocated both of my shoulders can you tell I'm not good with injuries I get a bit yeah you're like hot oh. yeah no. I'm like sick of this shit <laughs> um, dislocated both of my shoulders um my right one, when I was at university, I was playing twice a week and it it dislocated twice a week. It was ridiculous. Like sublux, I could go out and back in every Ooh, single game. Nah. Um, shattered my collarbone. So if that's like got a metal plate in it now. Um, my back, um, I've had slid discs many times. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that's a posture. Oh, how's your nose? It's fine, it's straight. You didn't break your nose, you're lying. No, I did. Did you? Yeah. It was like it was like really crunchy and horrible. Yeah. Um, but it would just How does really yours stop look like that? Blood. And mine looks like this. Yeah. That's twice now as well. Hang on. Is it straight from there, guys? Because <laughs> it's not when you look straight on. <laughs> like a banana. It is like a banana. <laughs> yeah, I've broken that three times now. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's that why one. you play on the wing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. One um, thing, so it has come back to me what I was going to say, but. When you're returning from injury, the best piece of advice I can get is work with a professional, a medical professional, mm. a physio, essentially, because they will tell you, they will give you the step-by-step -step exercises to make sure you're progressing and getting fitter, but they will also tell you when you're match fit, or any decent physio will anyway, and if they're not decent, you shouldn't be working with them. Mm. But they will, they will let you know the duration of how long you're roughly going to have off in terms of the recovery and you know getting back together but if you're working with them through the exercises and your progressions then they will tell you when you're fit they'll tell you exactly like you said right you can play but i think you should only be playing 30 minutes today mm. i know the, the physio back at chester vicky 
was very good at that. She would yeah. say, you're not playing, or yeah. I think you can play, but you should play you know, rate, half a game. Yeah. She was yeah. fantastic, really good. Um, but, you know, that's an experienced physio compared to an unexperienced physio. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're in those organisations where it's, you know, big professional companies, there is the pressure from the, the top and the management, those paying the bills, mm. to put pressure on the physios, tell them that they can play. And actually, yeah. Yeah. it's the medical professional's job to make sure that they do a duty of care to look yeah. after their, their clients. So if you work for like a grass, not work for, but if you play for like a grassroots sort of team and they don't have a physio, maybe go privately if you have injured yourself. Um, it's so worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't want to do it again and put yourself out but you also don't want to turn it into a career-ending injury i think um getting uh what's it insurance isn't a bad idea do you yeah would you say it's worth it i mean uh, to be honest you're you're a uh, self what's it called self-employed yeah so for you uh, i can imagine insurance is quite a big thing yeah for well yeah. like me who I'm, works for the NHS, if I get injured, yeah. even though it's through rugby, I think I'm still fully funded yeah. for work. So yeah. it all depends on your personal circumstance. But mm. as you just said, you'd think it's worth it because I, you are yeah. self-employed. Yeah. I mean, I've got um, insurance for my clients and I think both through me, but I need to check. But to be honest, I've, I've always fought, been fortunate to be in rugby academies or whatever yeah. that have that. As standard anyway. Yeah, as part of the membership. So. Yeah, as, as part of it. So, um, mm -hmm. but I think I need to do that again. That's another thing. Pay your memberships if you are part of a team, because chances are you're, you will have insurance through that. Hmm. Um, most teams cover all their players under the membership okay. costs. So if you haven't paid your membership, you're probably not covered. There you are. And it's just morally wrong. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And support the club. Come on. Support the club. <laughs> support your local club. Anyway. Should we round off there? Um, anything else to add? Yeah, I think um, just ultimately you're going to make your own decision about whether you're yeah. right to play or not. Yeah. But your big boys and girls. Your, your big boys and girls, you should be able to, you know, work it out for yourself. But just think about, you know, in your career in five, depending on you know where you are in your career, but mm. in five years' time. Are you going to regret the decision mm -hmm. about playing early if you get re-injured? Yep. Do you know what I mean? Um, exactly. And I think that... You and know, if you are early in your career and it's yeah. a, a bad injury, yeah. you've still got the rest of your career ahead of you. For the sake of two weeks or two games, you know, if you think, oh, I'm still not feeling 100%, mm -hmm. for the sake of two games, yep. you know, if you fuck it and... And, and you're out for another year. And you're out for another year, then... Exactly. It's probably not worth it. I agree. Nice. Mm. Anyway, we'll catch you next time. Look after yourselves. Arrivederci. <laughs> Arrivederci. <laughs>